to the InfoSec Career Video Series. This set of short videos will provide a brief look inside cybersecurity careers and the experience needed to enter them. Today, I'll be speaking with InfoSec Skills author, Mark Viglione, about the role of SOC analyst. So let's get into it. Welcome, Mark. Thanks, Chris. Uh, so, Mark, let's start with the basics. What is a SOC analyst? And, and also, for people who are just getting started, what, what does SOC stand for? And, and what, do you, what does a SOC analyst do? Sure, sure. So, SOC stands for Security Operations Centers. And essentially, what these analysts do is they work in some form of operation center where they have different teams and different tiers of, of analysts. And typically, what they do, their day consists of monitoring a lot of eyes on glass, a lot of looking at different tools and alerts, um, to try to triage what's important and what's not, and what needs investigated and what doesn't need investigated. Um, so a lot, a lot of hands-on, a lot of looking yeah. at looking at glass. <laughs> okay, are there are there yeah. levels of SOC analysts? Do you do you start at one level and then and then the tasks sort of increase as your yeah. experience grows? Yeah, definitely. So a lot of different organizations kind of call it different things, and sometimes within a SOC you'll have you know different tiers, whether it's a SOC and then it goes to incident response and then maybe advanced threat hunting. Got um, it. They might do all of that in the SOC. Um, but yeah, there's definitely different tiers and different you know experience levels for these individuals. Okay, now how does one become a SOC analyst? Is this an entry level position, or do you need experience in other aspects of cybersecurity first? Yeah, so I would say it's a typically an entry or junior junior level position. Okay, um, you know, it's a lot of times it's you'll get some either some some college kids if you have the right degrees stuff like that you kind of get into the field um you know do a couple of years of of tier one work and then you transition to SOC um so yeah it's definitely definitely something that's a, a more more junior but also you know can be an entry level as well okay are there uh particular education or, or certification requirements that you need to get in or can you uh just go on on experience alone are there particular certs that especially help in this regard yeah, so I, I would say along with like depending on your experience or education, you know, what if you have a degree in, in IT or just as a security potentially in general, I would okay. say there's a lot of different services like Security Plus mm -hmm. um, is a great, great source to get into. And it's again, this is not like a, it's not a, a senior level role. So, you know, you're not expected to get a lot of different, you know, high advanced source, but like something like Security Plus or SSCP, um, stuff like that would probably give you a, a good edge into getting that. Okay. Uh, so uh, what, what skills, whether hard skills or soft skills, does a SOC analyst need to do their job well, whether it's the, the tech background or just uh, things like, you know, like you said, being able to, to read lots of data and, and interpret it? What are, what, are the, what are the skill sets for a SOC analyst? Yeah, I, I think there's, it's, really like, it's really two parts. I think there's the, the technical side, which you have to have, you know, like the analytics, you have to be able to interpret that and, and, and want to do that um, mm -hmm. and find it, find it fun because you're going to be doing it a lot. Um, yeah. Where you're triaging different alerts, and then also the soft skill side is where you need to present your findings to either your team member, maybe your soft like a manager, or okay. maybe there's an IT director who has no idea what <laughs> what yeah. some of the technical target is, and and they still need to know. So like those soft skills are just as important, I think, as the the technical skills as well. Okay, and you sort of grow in 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 levels by sort of getting better at interpreting those numbers and finding sort of higher level ways to sort of like crunch crunch the data. I imagine. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, as you, as you start to like, first it's like, Oh, what is this alert? Then it moves into like, how can I solve this? If not, I pass it up. And then eventually you're the one who solves it. And, and then, um, yeah, so it's, it's a lot of different progression paths. Okay. So, uh, we always ask about um, different tools that talk analysts use uh, this uh, or that, uh, that all the careers use, but I imagine the SOC analyst is especially tool heavy. Can you talk about some of the tools that SOC analysts use to do their yeah. work? Yeah, sure. So I would say also depending on the organization and, and depending on the size and what you're using, you're going to use a lot of either open source tools or, mm -hmm. or commercial. And so 
I would say on the commercial side, a lot of them are going to be commercial sims, like, you know, logarithm, RSA, Splunk, all these giant tools that are spinning mm-hmm. off logs and then tons of alerts you're going to be looking at every single day. Um, also intrusion detection systems, you know, if you're, if you're a smaller shop and you're on the open source side, Suricata, um, you know, if you want to use some, some of the Cisco products, if you have like firepower and all those different things on the commercial side. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of tools that are either spitting off alerts via network data or SIMs where it's like aggregating everything. Um, so a lot, a lot of different tools. <laughs> so if you're, if you're wanting to get into SOC analyst, uh, as a, as a job, I would, would you recommend just getting some of the open source tools and playing around with them yourself mm-hmm. on your own? So you have a comfort, comfortableness of yeah, I would, I would absolutely recommend that because it gives you, a, a, you know, a hands-on experience and, you know, you might not use the exact tool on the job you end up getting, but it's, it's so, you know, you'll, you'll probably use a version of that tool at that job. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that expert experience will help you with the interview process and also when you're on the job working, you know, crunching data. Okay. Um, for people who are interested in doing SOC analyst as a job, um, can you move into other roles if you find that, uh, that this isn't what you like? Is this a, is this a good job that you can pivot into other places with? Yeah, absolutely. It's a really good, like I said, like entry mid-level job for, for security professionals, I think for sure. Cause there's a lot of different roles you can grow into again, sometimes on the SOC team, they, they, you can go into incident response, which is more responding. You can go into threat hunting, which is just actively probing. And then also with the penetration testing, you know, they always say like, you know, it's great to having someone knowing the, how to defend your network, the blue team work. And then when you transition over to the pen testing, um, you know, having both of those skill sets. So it's definitely, definitely a lot of areas to grow. You're not like locked in. Um, okay. This is the only thing I'm going to be doing. Okay. Um, so as we wrap up today for our listeners who are ready to get started, what's something they can do right now, right after this video ends that would move them towards the goal of becoming a professional stock analyst? Yeah. So I think there's a couple of things. I think, you know, reviewing different content, um, you know, looking at different courseware, some of like the, the ones at InfoSec and, mm-hmm. you know, just understanding, you know, diving into some of that knowledge base and, and doing some training and then also just reading blogs and staying active in the community. Um, Cause it seems like, you know, a lot of security is changing every day and it's just, you gotta be, keeping up with it. So just, you know, that looks really impressive to employers as well when you're actively probing for that stuff. Yeah. Um, so definitely just doing a lot of capture the flag as well. You yeah. know, different stuff shows that you're getting experience. So are there any kind of experience based things that you could do uh, to sort of put on your resume, even before you have a job? Like, can you show your ability to like use a tool or, uh, you know, do something with your own network like that? Yeah. I think a great thing is like building a home lab. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've done that. And a lot of people, colleagues do that. And that's, they put that on their resume, they put that on LinkedIn. And um, they, they, so it simulate different attacks. And this is how I use this tool. And it's not just, so it's not just, you know, reading a book. It's also just building it in hands on. So it's definitely a great, great, great advantage. Uh, Mark Viglione, thank you for your time and experiences today. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, And thank you all for watching this episode. If you'd like to know more about other cybersecurity job roles, please check out the rest of InfoSec's career video series. We'll see you next time. How about some free cybersecurity training resources for you and your team? Just go to infosecinstitute.com slash free to get ebooks, training guides, and more than 100 cybersecurity training courses, all free for cyber work listeners. Go to infosecinstitute.com slash free and start learning crucial new skills today.